The fourth story about biodiversity loss is brought to us by Professor Helen Chatterjee. So as many people know, we're facing what's called the sixth mass extinction. And the reason for that is the number, the volume of species that are going extinct and also the rate that they're going extinct. So I think what's been really interesting is the response to some of the major global events that have been happening. There's non-scientists coming out and talking about the ecological crisis, as it's been called. Um, and some of those reports, like the Intergovernmental uh, Panel, on biodiversity that's announced that their estimate is that a million species are currently faced with extinction. We know from other reports from other bodies like the World Wildlife Fund that um, 60% or maybe even 70% of the animal population of the world have already gone extinct. We know that one in four mammals are faced with extinction. A third, two-thirds, sorry, of uh, amphibians are faced with extinction. I think it's one in eight bird species are faced with extinction. 70% of all plants are faced with extinction. And that is likely to happen within the next 50, 100 years. And a lot of these changes, of course, have happened in the last 50 years. So it's really the rate and, and the acceleration of that rate due to human impact, which I guess I find really scary. And it, it turns out so do many millions of people across the world. And that's what's great about the Extinction Rebellion response is the volume of people across the world that have started responding to that. And the fact that people obviously care about that, although it's been largely driven by climate change and the climate strikes, I think it's really great that biodiversity loss has been linked to that because that has a really important impact. So we already know that climate change is affecting species. We know that locally and globally, lots of different species across the world are already having to respond to changes in things like precipitation, temperature, food availability, as well as all those other anthropogenic impacts like habitat loss. Why should you care if the species that I work on, gibbons in Southeast Asia, were going extinct, or even if a local frog near you has already gone extinct or some other amphibian? For me, it's about the quality of the natural environment and the depletion of that natural environment. And we don't just get food from that natural environment. So we already know that lots of the pollinators, bees and many, many other different insects um, and pollinators who are out there are not able to do their jobs because their habitats are so disturbed. That actually does have a direct impact on food availability. We're already having to look at um, other ways, essentially, for crops to be pollinated, artificial ways, artificial ways to improve crops. And all of that is associated with degradation of our natural habitats. There's also all the other health links. So it's not just food, it's a water availability. So changing the landscape, managing the landscape to the extent where none of the natural biodiversity is around dramatically alters things like water table levels and it dramatically alters the entire ecosystem which ultimately affects humans. I think there's also the big question for me which is about well, why are humans prioritised about all other species so just because our cultural belief system largely in the West uh, promotes humans as the most important species in the environment. Many of us believe that's not true, and I think the importance of indigenous knowledge, indigenous ecological knowledge in particular, is really, really interesting. And the fact that many indigenous communities who've lived alongside natural habitats for many, many, many hundreds, if not uh, tens, if not hundreds of thousands of years, 
um, know how to live sustainably with those natural habitats and that is, po that is possible, we know that's possible to live sustainably if you understand the ecosystem you're working in. Unfortunately, what we're faced with is overpopulation in all of the world's areas where biodiversity lives, but also critically in those areas in urban and semi-urban areas that are encroaching on those natural habitats and critically draining on natural habitats of all of their natural resources. So it's not just food, it's also all of the effects, for example, of mining and, and energy production which have an impact on habitat degradation. So all of those dramatically alter the ecosystem, which does affect us, but also critically affects those other species, which I think have equal importance. And I don't think humans should necessarily be prioritised above other species in the ecosystem.